0: om mokhyantimiran tasya jnananjana chala khaya chakshurun bilidam sri gurave namaha nama om vishnu padaya krishna Prestaya bhutale shrimathe bhakti vedanta Swami nītti nāmi Namaste saraswati Deve, Gauravāni prachārīne Nirbhiśeśa sunyavādi Pāśyatyadeśatārīne Vānsha kalpata rubyāśca Kripa sindubyā eva ca Vaishnavibhyo namo namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaitha Shri Sri Vasadi Gauravakta Binda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Hadi, Rama, Hadi, Rama, 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 Hadi, Hadi. I am very grateful, very honored, and very happy to be with you this evening. Special gratitude to my exalted God brothers and God sisters who are assembled, and to each and every one of you for being here. This is truly a historical event. 50 years ago, our beloved. Guru Maharaj, His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Prabhupada, established the form of the Lord and entrusted their care to all of us to create an opportunity for us to make spiritual progress. We find in our Vaishnav history the greatest among our acharyas have established communities with the Archamurti of Sri Krishna in the very center. Sripad Ramanuja Acharya. His community was very much around the cooperative efforts of all the devotees in the personal loving service of Sri Ranganath in Rangakshetra. Balaji in Tirupati, Raj in Kanchipuram, Tiru, what was it? Tiru Narayanam in Melkote. Shipad Madhvacharya in Udupi. He established a whole community of thousands and thousands of devotees. They were all centered around the loving service of Udupi Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was living in Jagannath-Puri, all of his activities with all of his devotees were centered around the loving service of Lord Jagannath, Baladev Subhadra, and his primary disciples, the six Goswamis of Vrindavan. headed by Rupa Goswami, Sanatan Goswami, they established the temples and the beautiful forms of Shri Radha Govinda Dev, Shri Radha Madan Mohan, and the communities of Brindaban. And even today, we find in Brindaban almost all the devotees are in a community focused around a particular beautiful form of Sri Krishna. Sri Balabhacharya built his whole community of devotees around Gopal or Srinathji. So in this way, putting Krishna in the center of our interrelationships is the science of bhakti atha pumbhya dvija varna-srama-vibhaga-sāsvanu-shtitas yadhāramasya samsidhir hari Toshan. Whatever our occupation, whatever our particular status, varna or ashram, our success is in how we please Krishna. because bhakti is not something that can be attained. The awakening of the love of God, of Krishna that is within our heart, is something that is given. That material nature is very powerful. There are endless distractions. At every moment. Each of each and every one of us is unique. We're eternally unique. The jiva, the spirit soul within the heart of every living being, is eternally a unique part of the Supreme Soul or Krishna. Mamaivam so jiva loke jiva sanat. Just like the scientists say that there are no two snowflakes that have ever fallen from the sky. They are identical to each other. There are no two mosquitoes with the same personality. (laughs) Within this material creation, there's limitless variegatedness, uniqueness. And as far as human beings, we all have our own minds, our own conditionings. And on the spiritual level, everything is coming from the Supreme Truth. Krishna says, All material, all spiritual worlds are emanating from me. There are no two atomic particles that are identical. Each is, has a uniqueness, if you go deep into the subtleties. And on the spiritual level, there are infinite, infinitesimal spirits. There are infinite rays coming from the Son of Krishna. And each spirit soul has a unique personality. That is God's greatness. And achintya bheda bheda tattva simultaneously, everyone is the same. We are all uniquely the same. Does that make sense? doesn't make sense. We could try to intellectually understand this, grapple with it, but ultimately the real understanding can only come when it is revealed to us. We are all part of the same source. We are all such ananda eternal, full of knowledge and full of bliss. We're all of the substance of Krishna in minute quantity. And yet, each one of us is eternally, resplendently unique. And similarly, in this material world, when the spirit soul is conditioned by the mind and so many karmas of previous lives and this life, how the spirit, how the eternal soul is covered by maya or this illusory energy, each one of us is uniquely conditioned. There could be general categories. You know, we, are, we, we may be attracted by the mode of passion and lusty desires and greed but specifically, what attracts us, why it attracts us, how it attracts us, how we're attracted. Each of us is so individual, personal. But maya is very powerful. maya adhyaksena prakriti suyate Sacharachara. It's divine energy, but one who takes shelter of Krishna. By Krishna's grace, according to how we take shelter, how we surrender, Krishna reveals himself. Krishna awakens the soul, uncovers the soul from all of these illusions. That is only possible when we put Krishna in the center of our lives. The maha-mantra, Srila Prabhupada and our acharyas, they gave us a translation, which is the spirit in which we should chant. Because essentially, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hari Rama, Hari Rama, 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 Hari is an invocation of the supreme um, source of all love, of all devotion, of all compassion, Sri Radha, and the all-attractive reservoir of all pleasure, Sri Krishna Ram. But the spirit is... Sri Radha, Sri Krishna, how may I serve you? Please engage me in your service. To put Krishna in the center of our lives is not just a theory. It's practical. Every aspect of our lives is meant to be harmonized with the will to please krishna and krishna descends into this world to teach us how and to give us opportunities janma karma chime divyam evam yo vidit tattvata tyaktva deham punar janma naiti mame eti surachana how Srila Prabhupada would ask this question, in many of his lectures, how is the source of everything that exists, the father and the mother of all living beings, how could that supreme source of everything be born? And Krishna tells in the fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita that one who understands the transcendental nature of my appearance and my activities in this world never takes birth in this world again, but attains my supreme eternal loving abode in my service. Krishna appears as Yashodanandan, Devaki Nandan. Nanda. he appears as a child of his devotees to give those devotees the opportunity to serve them with the love of a parent to the child. And also appears in such a way to give all the world the opportunity to not only know him, but to learn the process of how to love him through seva, through service. Krishna tells in Gita, the process of surrender is to always think of me, become my devotee, worship me, offer your homage unto me. In this way, you will come to me without fail. This is my promise, Arjuna. And it's his promise to each and every one of us. But how to remember Krishna with love? Our great acharyas have taught us it's by putting Krishna in the center of life. <speaking in Hebrew> All that you do, all that you offer and give away, whatever austerities, anything we do can be an offering of devotion for Krishna's pleasure. And Krishna tells in Gita that this process is accessi- accessible for everyone. Patram Pushpam Toyam Yome Bhakta even if you offer a little water, a fruit, a leaf or a flower with devotion, I accept it. So the great acharyas, they have established these mortis, these beautiful forms of the Lord, within temples to be the very heart and center, individually and collectively. Srimad Bhagavatam tells that when you water the root of the tree, the water goes to every part of the tree, the leaves and the branches and the flowers. If you put food in the stomach, that f- the nourishment will go to every part of the body. And similarly, when through our service attitude, through our sincerity. Krishna is pleased. When we show our love to Krishna, then that is extended to all the demigods, all humanity, all living entities, and all of creation. Because in this age of Kali, an age of quarrel and hypocrisy, there is no end to reasons to fight, to disagree, to hate. It's the age of quarrel and hypocrisy. But Srila Prabhupada, on behalf of all of our great spiritual teachers, he taught Parandriskvadivartate unity must be on a higher principle. Srila Prabhupada explained, oftentimes in this world when there's problem, people unify on a lower principle out of fear. Sometimes in politics, people who really don't like each other and really don't agree, they'll unite and make alliances so they can overcome somebody else. The higher principle that Krishna is talking about, the higher principle that Prabhupada has taught us, is Krishna what pleases you. That's the only real question of our success. It's the only real method of making spiritual advancement. In this situation, whatever it may be, How can I please you? Whether it be in my family life, and there are so many opportunities for confusions and disruptions in family life. Whether it's in our occupation, in our social life, or in our spiritual life, or as a spiritual community. What will please you? So the deity is installed with prescribed methods. I was recently listening to a recording of Srila Prabhupada where 1969 Columbus, Ohio, Allen Ginsberg was speaking to Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada called Mr. Ginsberg. And. It's a a two-and-a-half-hour discussion. It's very instructive. But in one place, Srila Prabhupada was explaining how Because Allen Ginsberg was saying there are so many complicated technicalities in trying to practice Krishna consciousness. You have to wake up early and you're going to Mangalarti and you're chanting a certain number of rounds. So many things. He He said complications and technicalities. And Prabhupada, he said, yes, we need these complications and technicalities. He said it helps us to remember Krishna twenty-four hours a day. We have to keep our mind focused. That's the purpose of them. If we lose the purpose, then we're if we do all the things, but we lose the purpose of why, then we don't get the proper benefit. But Krishna appears. And Srila Prabhupada, when he welcomed Sri Rukmini Dwarkanath 50 years ago. He showed by his example. He's our Acharya, the most learned scholar of the Vedas. He's our teacher. We'll do anything for him. And he's teaching us how to be a most humble, loving servant of the Supreme Lord. He's bathing him, cooking for him with his own hands, offering garlands to him, singing for him, dressing him, making him beautiful, making him happy. And he's teaching, this is a devotional community where everyone wants Krishna to be happy. Together we sing for him. Srila Prabhupada explained when the pujari is doing sringar, dressing, Krishna, when the pujari is doing bhoga, offering, or arti, or whatever other services, the pujari is actually, as Giriraj Swami Maharaj was explaining, is assisting our guru, Śrīla Prabhupāda, in service. And Prabhupāda explained the pujāri is also uh, on behalf of the whole community of devotees. The pujāri is assisting Śrīla Prabhupāda, our guru, in the service of Śrīṣi Rukmīni Dwarkanath. So when we rise, we have class before the Deity, we chant and we dance before the Deity. We have, and whether it's giving from our income, Śrīla Prabhupāda established so many temples, as did Śrīla Bhakti, Siddhanta, Saraswati Thakur, and so many other acharyas. To give opportunity for people who are working to actually transform their whole occupation into devotional service. To give a deep spiritual purpose. And whether we're giving a penny or ten million dollars, whether we're using, whether we have a PhD and we use our intelligence or we have no education at all and we use our intelligence. Whether we're very skilled at what we're doing or whether we really don't know how to do much of anything well. Krishna consciousness is not at all dependent on our karma. It's not dependent on our skills or what birth we have taken. It's dependent on our sincerity. Prabhupada writes that pure devotional service is very rare. Because when Krishna gives us pure devotional service, he gives us himself. He forever accepts a role of being subordinate to the love of devotee. But Krishna easily gives pure devotional service to one who is sincere and serious and has no alternative, ulterior motives. Srila Prabhupada established New Dwarka, Los Angeles, as his, at one time, I believe it was his international headquarters. And when Mayapur was established, it was national headquarters. Western, Western, world, Western world headquarters. Western world headquarters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's I'm speechless. <laughs> Western World Headquarters, (laughs) and his idea of doing is that it would be a place where inspiration, education, and direction would spread throughout the Western world. He wanted the standards of cooking, the standards of deity worship, the standards of management of temple, the standards of devotional interactions among the community, that this be an example. And Srila Prabhupada himself, as our Acharya, he taught by his example. Simply giving for the pleasure of Krishna. One devotee was within Prabhupada's quarters here in New Dwarka. And today we heard that Srila Prabhupada, a devotee said, This is like heaven. And Prabhupada said, No, it is Vaikuntha. <laughs> this is quarters. But Prabhupada would say different things to different devotees to establish the same principle of pure unalloyed devotion. Because one devotee said to Prabhupada that these quarters are so beautiful. And Prabhupada said, yes. He said, this is Vaikvanta. I'm so. this is so beautiful. But I am sitting here simply feeling separation from my little room at Radha Damodar Temple in Vrindavan. which had no electricity at the time, hardly. It was just tiny little room, clay floor, cold water. (laughs) If sometimes you'd have to go all the way to the Yamuna to get some water. Prabhupada said, but for me to go back to Vrindavan, that would be sense gratification. I am here because this is where I could best serve my Guru Maharaj and I can best serve all of you. The false ego, Ahankar, is so powerful and so divisive. Krishna consciousness teaches us the process of transcending the false ego by putting Krishna in the center. Today at 3 o'clock, I was witnessing the beautiful boat festival of Rukmini Dwarkanath. How many were there? It was just wonderful. So simple, but so sweet. Somebody just came around and said, I have a boat, would you like it? <laughs> this is the story I was told by Nagatma Faroo. And it was a beautiful hand-carved teakwood boat. And that, like, sarovar, or that kund, I think it's just like a swimming pool for children. <laughs> is that what it is? And when I saw Svavas going in and out of it, it really looked like a swimming pool for children. <laughs> But it's taking just an ordinary swimming pool. It's just sold in the market. And a nice boat and devotees with so much. You could feel the love and devotion filled with thousands and thousands of rose petals. So fragrant. And all the devotees are so happy, almost, almost mesmerized with joy. Sing the deities sailing through this little swimming pool, and everyone was singing the names of the deities. It's just a wonderful way in which we're, our hearts are all united in pleasing Krishna. Here at New Dwarka, uh, I'm seeing, over the years, devotees sw- led by Svavas Prabhu, Bhadri Narayan, Maharaj, and all the exalted devotees here, Archita Prabhu, Nagatma Prabhu, so many, I don't want to speak more because I'll forget others, the splendor of the singhasan the beauty of the pujari room. It's, maybe some of you are not allowed to go there, but please know it's the most well organized, clean, aesthetically beautiful pujari room I have ever seen anywhere in the world. And I used to be a Pujari and I've traveled a lot of places. But so much care, so much attention, so much expense, so much everything for Krishna. And just knowing this makes a true devotee is so pleased to experience. service offered to Krishna. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he would be offered so much Mahaprasad, he said, just bring me some boiled vegetables and some simple rice. I'm happy that Jagannath ate all this prasad. He'd see the offering. There would be hundreds of preparations of the most extraordinarily delicious dishes. And Lord Caitanya would be so happy because Jagannath enjoyed it. Now, because I'm, because you're so happy Jagannath enjoyed it, you just give me some steamed vegetables, I'm happy. Prabhupada said when you dress the deity nicely then the devotees don't have to even dress themselves so nicely. They could be simple because they're so happy seeing Krishna getting. When Srila Prabhupada established this beautiful form 50 years ago, he was giving each and every one of us, and for generations to come, and the whole world, the opportunity, to taste the sweetness of pleasing Krishna, of awakening love for Krishna. So today is a wonderful celebration. This festival and the organizers of the festival We, we are so grateful to all of you. In Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes of love, he taught how the sincerity of our hearts to serve, to remember Krishna, to chant Krishna's names, for, is for everyone. there was maharaj prataparudra he was king of orissa he was the undisputed king magnificent palace wonderful family he was young he was strong incredible wealth but he conquered lord chaitanya's heart when he swept the street for the pleasure of Jagannath and the devotees. And Lord Caitanya was seeing the, the intent of his heart. And he didn't just sweep the street and then just go and enjoy in his palace again. Everything he had, he considered it Krishna's property, his guru's property, the devotee's property, he used Everything. When Lord Chaitanya was traveling with so many hundreds and hundreds of devotees, King Prataparudra practically put the ex- his entire treasury to build kitchens throughout his kingdom wherever the devotees were traveling on their pilgrimage to Vrindavan. Guest houses stockpiles of, of fresh f- organic foods! <laughs> That's all there was in those days. <laughs> and then there was Suklambhar Brahmachari. He was just a little brahmachari who lived in a thatched hut on the bank of the Ganga, and every day he would beg. He would beg Maybe 12 houses each day. And sometimes when you're a beggar, you're rejected and insulted. And sometimes you're given some chipped rice, the cheapest of all foods. And usually it's the chipped rice from the bottom of the barrel that's kind of all broken up. Usually that's what people give beggars. They'd throw it and he'd keep it in his little cloth bag, and then he'd bring it home, and he'd wash it, and he'd cook it in Ganga water and offer it to Krishna. That's all he had was some cheap rejected rice. So when Lord Chaitanya was sitting on the throne of Vishnu at Srivasa Angam and Shrivas and Sukhlimbara was dancing, 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 Lord Chaitanya called him forward and Sukhlimbara was dancing and Lord Chaitanya thrust his hand in that bag and pulled out the broken rice and ate a handful of it and was speaking about how he had never experienced such delicious prasad. that's all he had. <laughs> King Prataparudra, is, during the Rathayatra at the Bala Gandhi, he was offering, he had his cooks and his queen and his ministers. They were hundreds and hundreds of the most ex- exquisite preparations of prasad were being offered. And Sukhlimbara Brahmachari, the rice wasn't even cooked. It wasn't even washed yet. And Lord Chaitanya was enjoying it as much as the the other prasad. Because the Lord wanted to show us that where there is devotion, that's where the Lord finds pleasure. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada established so many temples. And Prabhupada, when he came to the West, he established temples all over America, Europe, Australia, Africa, later on Russia and Eastern Europe, India, to give us all opportunities to be united for the higher purpose of pleasing Krishna, an opportunity to fix our minds on Krishna. Om vā yasmaret When we remember Krishna, we become purified. We remember him by seeing his beautiful form and by serving his beautiful form. Deity worship, whether it's on the altar or in the temple or in our own homes, it gives us a sense of personal service to please Krishna. It gives us a sense of family, of community, who are together in the personal service to please Krishna on behalf of Srila Prabhupada. That is our movement. And then when we chant the holy names, we have the right intent. And by the power of the holy names, Krishna is so pleased. Sunichena. When we have this service attitude and we chant the holy names, Krishna so please, Sri Radharani, Sri Krishna, reveal themselves in the holy names. Purify our hearts and awaken the dormant Ananda, the dormant ecstasy of love that's within us. That is the purpose of the Krishna consciousness movement. It's interesting how Prabhupada did not translate bhakti as devotion, because he wanted to be so precise and practical. He translated bhakti as devotional service. das. In every aspect of our life, how could we best serve you are so fortunate we are also fortunate to be here today to celebrate the 50th appearance day of Rukmini dwarkanat and we see Behind me, there are so many birthday cakes, (laughs) and there's new clothes, and there's so many celebrations and so many decorations in the temple for the birthday of Krishna. In this way, so beautiful, the Archa-Murti. Prabhupada gave us these deities so that we can, in the most personal ways, Celebrate, serve, and give pleasure. Thank you very much.